I'm about to feed them to the sharks right now. Get them hype right now. Yeah. You know the ground is our. Yeah. Everybody that trains, you know the game. Yeah. So let's get it. Uh. Slap it up, bump it, and roll. Hey. Yeah, that's the way that it go. Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game. You're feeling the growth. That's time on the mat. We put in the work. Believe it ain't easy, I know. You know. But we train for the love of the game, the love of the art. Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll. Let's roll. Welcome to episode 102 of the BJJ Campaign Podcast. My name is Jeff Boone. I'm an A3 Blue Belt Four Stripes. Phil Kors, A2 Blue Belt Four Stripes. We have nothing to talk about. No, no, no. I got a Gordon Ryan update. Oh, okay. Gordon Ryan update. His seminar sold out shocker for uh, who's number one in less than 24 hours. 120 spots available, him and Danner. Mm -hmm. That's not a shocker, right? Where is it? I guess Austin, Texas, where they hold, I think all. Oh, are they always in the same place? I think so. Yeah, I think the, I think the W is that close is. to Puerto Rico. It is not. No, they're it's always close there. Close to flight. Yes. Yeah. yeah when are you going? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. It's a great question, Phil. He keeps doing it. I have a feeling that they're going to move from Puerto Rico to Texas. I think so. Yeah, I think that's that, that's a hot take. That's my hot take. Did you see his uh, ad for the pin instructional? Pin atta attacking from top pins. Did I see Gordon Ryan? Gordon Ryan's ad for top pins. What am I? Yeah, of course I saw it. But did you like read it or listen to it? I memorized it. Did you notice what it said? I didn't like it. No, I didn't. I didn't no, it's just, it it says like um, like basically getting the submissions when they're being very defensive. Oh yeah. I think that, I mean, I think that that's what they deal with. That's what their specialty is because people are so defensive against them. Yeah. I don't know. Well, apparently it's doing pretty good because he just posted uh, in the past month. Take a guess. Take a guess at how much of his instructionals, how much revenue his instructionals have generated in the past month. Money or, or a sales number? Sales. Like like number of copies or number of dollars? Dollars. Dollars? Um, three million. In one month, Phil. One month. Three million or I'm not impressed. You're just not. You're, numbers you're terrible are made at up. this game. Yeah, numbers you're are made up. You're terrible at this game because you always, always over predict. Always. Is it less than that? It's $375,000 in a month. That equals that doesn't seem like a lot. Oh Jesus Christ! That's like thirteen instructionals. That equals pricing. five million in a year. Yeah, that number sounds normal. That's the year. Yeah. Why would you say three million in a month? You brought it up like it was a special amount. Jesus Christ! He's making the most of anybody who just does jujitsu in the world. Mm, you sure? Yes, by a long shot. I feel like the people who own the chains make more. Oh well, maybe the head. Uh, that's fair point by you. I'm. I should have. I should have met competition, jujitsu. That's not. He doesn't make money competing. He makes it teaching. No, I know. I know, but mm, I wasn't I just destroyed thinking. that argument. You did. Yeah. You did. I'll admit. I'll admit. Whenever. <laughs> I, yeah, Gracie Baja is definitely making. Whoever the owner is, with yeah, that. he gets a percentage because they don't even let you. Whoever like, you have is, to wear their geese and stuff, right? Have to wear yeah. their geese, make it on the front end or the back end. Yeah, 
Yep. Plus, I would imagine they get a percentage of memberships and stuff like that. You too. have to rent their geese. I went to a Gracie Baja one time when I was in. Remember, how, I was thinking about this the other day. Remember how long I rented a geese for? I just won't commit. You were terrible. You how I long just, did you rent? Like a, a month. You were like, that's what are you, ridiculous. Yeah, you were going every time. day. No, it was twice a week. You that was, was only for like a week. You did twice. That a week. was a long time. Okay. I feel like you missed out on a lot of training time back then. Yeah, it took me like 30 years to get my first stripe. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of stripes, summer promotions coming up Mm -hmm. a couple weeks. Uh, Anything interesting with that? Well, we're going to test for purple in a week and see what happens. We? You decided you're going to do it? Mm Mm-hmm. Aw. See what happens. Yeah. Yep. Been doing my normal schedule. You've been tripling down on fundamentals. Tripling. So literally. And see what see what comes out of it. See how it does. Yeah. Yeah. See what you learned. Whatever it is. I have learned a lot, actually. I have learned a lot from Yeah, I'm not surprised. It's not it's nice. You had a long way to go. Well, I still do. (laughs) I was I was actually thinking about this today. Like, because we get the opportunity to, to help the uh, open mat today, we get the opportunity to help the newer white belts who are really interested because let's face it, only those that are really interested in jujitsu are coming to open mat, mm-hmm. you know, whenever you're doing it. And, and, um, Jake, one of the guys, he's always very appreciative of the help. And I think of that and, you know, I get that, you know, whenever we're going with Brent and John and, you know, John helped me with a couple things the other day, just from rolling with him. But we don't get that near what, what it was back then. And I was, I was thinking, I was like, man, they're probably not that equipped to deal with all that information. You know what I mean? Like that's a lot of information to take in because they're doing a lot of stuff. So I've just tried to, I've tried to focus it down on try to teach them one thing. Like, like with Jake, I was just trying to get him to do that open guard push pull sweep, mm-hmm. you know, and because that's the best open guard sweep, so you've at least got something to do whenever you somebody breaks your guard, you know. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking about that. I was like, man, they get a lot of information. That's a lot to take in. I'm going to try to not give them so much information. A lot of lefts and rights out of you. Well, that's what I do. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's I Well, think about it. You give Michael a lot of information too, right? Mhm. We don't get that amount of information anymore. I think we do. No, we don't. We get different information. Mm. Yeah. It's information that's a lot of it's guided by our interests. And then people help us out along the way in that respect whenever theirs isn't necessarily guided by their interest because they don't know what they're interested in yet Mm -hmm. does that make sense i see where you're going i just disagree why because i feel like i don't know what i'm interested in yet because it's changing all the time so what it's changing so you're still interested in stuff 
you're still getting answers to those things that you're interested in at that time. They don't know what to be interested in. No, I'm saying I get the, I'm saying I get the feedback on the things that I'm trying to do. And so are they, you know what I mean? I think we're saying the same thing in a different way. Mm. I feel like you just like to troll me so that. It doesn't do with that. <laughs> to me, it sounds like you're saying you're not getting guidance out of roles. And I would disagree. I'm not saying that. I'm saying we get a lot less. There's a lot less confusion because where where we're struggling, we know we're struggling. You know what I mean? Like we know specific areas that we struggle and therefore we go to work on those areas and get those things clarified. Whereas they're just trying to figure out one position to move forward with, you know, or one, one setup to move forward with in, in, in where they're at right now in learning. So I feel like it's a much different situation. I don't, I don't understand why you, you, you don't feel that way. I see what you're saying. I just, I don't, I don't like it. I don't, I don't think it. What don't you like about it? What, what's, what's wrong? It seems wrong. It seems wrong because this chair is loud. Yeah. The, uh, at least in my experience, the things that I try to do don't work. So then I get that same feedback of why it's not working. That's to me, it's the same thing. So then I go try it on someone who it might work on to uh, practice with it and then bring it back to have Brent break it again. And then he gives me why it broke. Even with things like he doesn't like specifically himself, um, like leg stuff, he doesn't care. He doesn't really practice that himself, but he knows um, enough, obviously, to shut down everything I'm trying to do, even with sweeping, mm-hmm. um, or especially with sweeping. And he may not give me like a step-by-step to fix it, but can give me a, a reason why he did what he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's self-directed study that you're getting help from an upper belt from you're testing those, you're testing that hypothesis and breaking it mm-hmm. and then you're te- retesting it. And with someone who's not as good as you and it, it's because that's all I feel as though I try to do rolling with anyone. I don't, I don't try to go out of my way. Awesome. Drilling something that I don't know how to do at all. And I just try to explain it like, Hey, this is what I saw this is what I'm trying to do. Um, I don't try to go out of my way to teach necessarily. Mm-hmm. I do say like the reason I like Jake is kind of funny sometimes to roll with because he'll say, Oh, that's what you wanted me to do. And it's not, I don't want you to do anything. It's just, so what t- you're doing, I we can, know you're going to do one of yeah. four or five things. So I'm more just reacting to what you're doing. 
because even today, Brent, like I put him in, um, I think single leg X or something while he was still like on one knee. Mm-hmm. And he just looked at me and he was like, waiting on you. And I was like, same. He's like, I don't know what I want to do. I'm just trying to see what you're doing and go from there. Um, so I'm always really reactionary, but mm-hmm. yeah. So with Jake, I'm saying, I don't, I don't want you to do anything, but I will react to what you're doing depending on the inputs. Mm-hmm. And it's not always true. I mean, you, sometimes you're trying to elicit a response. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Well, but that's not the, yeah, that wouldn't, that wouldn't be my primary game plan. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was I was just thinking about that today. Whenever we were doing, I was thinking this that was that was a fun period of time when I was overwhelmed all the time by how much stuff was coming in. At that point in time, when I was like a one or two stripe white mm-hmm. belt, and I remember like I can't remember any of this stuff, you know, mm-hmm. but it was still fun because they would say it like five or six times and then I would remember it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I saw something the other day. I think John shared something somebody else posted about like you learn like 50% of a technique the first time and then you get like 10% more the second time. I saw that. And then it like kind of keeps going down. That made sense. Yeah. thought that was interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. I see. I mean, I think I see what you're saying where it's like, all brand new so you're getting like a million things told you at once yeah i mean it's almost like oh you know it's almost like overkill that's why i was trying to get away from you know that mm-hmm. overkill and focus on getting one place with him for because i knew he was struggling with his open guard and then you know then try to get another place where i'm playing defensive and then let him play defensive that sort of thing you know things that will help him mature and it and grow mm-hmm. you know but i don't know i mean i don't know the best way to do that yeah no i have no idea i just um yeah i see what you're saying yeah okay all right Still yeah I don't, I don't there's like it's like with the kids a lot of times that uh like when they are doing something I, it's almost Coaching is almost like pointless mid-roll, you know, but like the big concepts of like, try to get up. So a lot of times nobody even tries to get Mm -hmm. up and it's like, whoever gets up here is going to (laughs) win, go, you know? So yeah, something like that. Um, No, I think that's, I mean, I think that's right. I think that's a good, good way to equate those two things. I think, you know. You have to think of it in that perspective, not to overload people with that information. Mm-hmm. And I think that I'm just now getting when, when John said, don't cheat the white belt experience. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like to have that experience to not know that's valuable because it, it then translates into more curiosity, which then translates into more passion slash obsession Mm-hmm. Um, and then you move forward and you start to get a little bit more proficient at things and you're like, Oh, 
great, I'm starting to figure this out. And then you move forward and you're like, oh, I don't really know anything. And I think it's going to be that progression, I don't know, for years to come. I don't think so. You know? Yeah, unless people stopped, like, reacting to what you're doing, you know? Right. And you just do the same thing for, like, 10 years. Mm-hmm. You just don't see that happening. <laughs> Me do the same thing for 10 years? <laughs> you doing the same thing for 10 minutes is not happening. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, people just react so fast. Uh, like, nothing works twice, you know, the same way. Yeah. Yeah. So... We went to, what was it, Fight to Win 174 in Charlotte mm-hmm. this past weekend? I have no idea what the number was, but yeah. It was 174. Some yeah. fantastic matches. It was fun. I truly thought at some point, I was like five hours, you know, we were there from like five to ten. They ran really well on schedule. Uh, I thought, man, at some point it's going to get boring. I was I was entertained the whole time, man. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, the only match I didn't uh, couldn't really get into was just the takedown stalemate, you know? That but, sucks, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. It's a terrible match. I wouldn't yeah. want that guy on top of me either, so I right. get it. Yeah. But, Again, why I say as a bigger person, be a guard player, be unique. That's all it is. Bigger guys, they don't want to be on bottom. Because mm-hmm. there's a big guy on top of you. So what? You know? I mean, I mean, you say that, but then we discuss your matches, and you didn't want the big guy on top of you. Yeah, I'm because st- I'm stupid. In training, do I care about the big guy on top of me ever? Ever. Um, I'd say usually not. Right. And when I mean big, I mean big. And they're not training; they're competing. Yeah. So what? Sometimes it's real hard to get the big guy off you, Jeff. I'm going to have to test this theory. I've tested it. Trust me. Sometimes it's hard to get the big guy off. <laughs> no, but I mean, yeah, I, I, I still think it would be good for you to do the competition and pull. Like, like we talked about, I told you that. One of the U.S. grapplings or whatever, right? Was the last one you did before, other than pants? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do that at pants. No. Yeah, no. I know. Yeah. Although, why not? Yeah, I don't know. Why not? Why not do it at pants? Because you're a wrestler. I just roasted you. I'm, I thought you were going to. I'm going to. I'm going to. You're right. I could be. I could be more dominant, but. If there's someone that's got good takedown defense, I feel like at this point though you're you're not a good wrestler because you never train like that. I don't like you train real lazy. Well, I do. I still train takedowns. I still on Saturdays a lot of times I'm I'm doing takedowns. You know, I'll, I'll do I'll still do takedowns, but definitely not as much, and I don't care about them. Yeah, so. I've never seen you do that. So Ask Brian. Who do you do takedowns with? Uh, well, with everybody that I start, started with whenever there was not many people there. Okay. I've never... I'm not doubting you, but I don't believe you. 
So, um, well, I used to do takedowns with Warfredo all the time. I mean, I never took him down, but, but besides training the takedowns though, I'm more talking the intensity. Like you don't, you don't train at like a wrestling pace. Oh no. So no, that's, it's, uh, even when you wrestled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I wrestled, I did. Yeah. You have to, you have that's to train at that pace. That's what I'm saying. It seems like the people who are going to play that game train for that. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's one of the things that I think about myself. Cause like if my strategy is going to be guard passing, mm-hmm. I don't think I can be as uh, reactionary and passive and it'll come when it comes. I think I need to like try to get that cardio uh, adjusted for more explosive pace. Okay. I mean, I don't disagree, but if that's the game plan, I feel like you have got a decent cardio for that type of pace anyway. No, No. definitely not. No. Okay. No. And I, and especially the last couple months, I would say like I have gone out of my way to be the opposite and be as like lazy in the majority of my roles as possible. Which I think is good That's for skill development, but is not good. Like if your game plan is to go in and like be assertively taking someone down Dominate. and passing the guard, like that's, that's the hard part, you know, and then you can be lazy if you, if you get there. But so that's just something I've been thinking about though for a while. No, I think, I mean, I think that's, I think that's a point uh, well given. I think that that's, you have to think about that game makes me think about yeah that's not how i was training no not I at mean, all like you're good at the single leg and stuff but i think the problem is like the guy's good at not getting single leg and then he's as strong as you and yeah. if not bigger he no looks, he's probably stronger than me so you're always training like in this lazy pace yeah so then like I think yeah. it's hard. I think it's harder than I thought to turn it on in the competition. Cause like in Naga, when there's like a time limit last time I like am in a triangle and I'm like, eh, just see what happens. Like, I feel like that's the time to like, you know, ramp it up. And I just wasn't, this wasn't part of the true program. Yep. You're right. And it's not like at, at this point the competitions aren't, which is what I wanted, but like they aren't that, adrenaline dump uh, for explosiveness anymore, which is good, I think, but yeah, of course not it's good because it's getting I don't more do your it. game. Yeah. But right. I need to be able to, you know, s- switch that or ramp it up when I need to. And I didn't. Mm-hmm. No, I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. Big guy, long legs. <laughs> You just look at him and I'm like, ah, oh, damn. Surprise. Sore ankle. Probably Big guy, long legs, sore ankle from triangling people. Yeah. Um, look what he's going to go for. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, well. It's going to be a height requirement. Like, they got to be within six inches. They can't be a foot taller than me. I, don't, I just don't understand how it works. Yeah. Oh, God. Because I'm thin. It yeah, just doesn't make sense. How thin could you be? I know, man. I know. Well, but you're pretty jacked, Phil. That's why. True. <laughs> True. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but Fight to Win was fun. And we, well, we were talking to and watched a lot of the 
the quicker matches and just kind of following the same thing. Cause Joe was saying the same, uh, same topic with the leg lock stuff that, you know, you just don't know anything about it. And I was like, you just don't see a 10 second Kimura, you know, like, yeah. So it's, it's that my just ignorance of it and not knowing what I should know to be able to defend myself or use it offensively. Um, just kind of reinforced again after watching a lot of matches. Do you realize how bad this hurts me every time you do this? What? Every time you do this. Do what? Every time you bring something up that I've been urging you to do for years. You did it wrong. Listen, I'm not perfect, Phil. You just did it wrong. Yeah. What did I do wrong? You just should have submitted me with the leg locks over and over again. That's no fun because you were terrible at leg locks. Yeah. That's not no. That's not the if right. If you way wanted to me to, if you wanted me to figure it out, I'm just saying. If you cared about me, you would have heel hooked me. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a problem, I only got to deal with like twice a month. It doesn't seem that important to me, but like passing the guard, I deal with every day. It becomes more pressing. But the last naga, when I find out, all of a sudden, this thing's loud. And now it's an issue in front of my face. It's not a great feeling to be like, I don't know how to defend this at all, really. Like, I know the, I know the ideas. Yeah, of course. But I don't practice it. So, like, right. I'm aware of how bad I am at things I don't practice. It's not good. Everybody's so, bad at things they don't practice. So that, you know, was like, a, hey, should probably start trying to figure some of this stuff out. Yeah. And then the more I, the more I see with the things, it's there they have a lot of good points when they talk about the transitions to the back and well, that's where I always would like to be. And a lot of the defenses to sweeps and everything else exposes the legs, which, you know, it all makes sense. So try it and try to figure it out. He's shaking his head. Such frustration. Yeah. Wish I could crack the code. Same. <laughs> it's just things I know I need to do. I don't do them. I know. Yeah, me too. Oh, speaking of things that I know I need to do and hadn't done them until yesterday, I went to the stretch lab mm-hmm. yesterday, and that was that was really good. They put you in front of this uh, machine, three D machine, and they have you do hands overhead and squat down and keep your heels on the ground, you know? And then they, then it automatically comes up with this evaluation and literally every place that it said I was tight was exactly where I was tight. I was like, wow, that's impressive technology (laughs) (laughs) that you can just do that from one, one thing. And then, uh, Meredith, shout out to Meredith. I'm sure she's not listening. Um, (laughs) She uh, she stretched me for an hour and it was it was phenomenal. I I really enjoyed it. I think it's going to be a good part for recovery. I don't know how good it's going to be for recovery, but I mean, I don't think there's any downside to having an hour stretch every week. No, I don't think so. Because I can't make myself do it. Nope, you won't. I don't. Yeah, you're just not going to do that. No. Nope. Cracking the code. Yep not going to do it. So she knows of my inversion goal mm-hmm. feet first then knees mm-hmm. and we'll see how it goes. I've got three months worth. 
Oh, you signed up. Sign, That's sign, the best way to do it because now you paid for it. Line, man. Go, I've already yeah, paid for it. Go I've already now. made the appointments through the next month. There you go. Bam. You man. should take like a picture. What? Your progress. I don't know how. What's that look like? Try to oh. invert. Take yeah, a picture, right. and then in a month, All take right. a picture, and Let's then see if you're see if you're Let's progressing. Do that Saturday morning. That way, that way you're. You know what I mean? You'll see whether or not it's working. No, I, I think that's a great idea because that'll give me something tangible to hold on to and not quit after the first month. If mm-hmm. I don't feel like it's yeah doing anything. Right. You know? Stretching kind of sucks. I try to minimize it to like 10 minutes before trading. You know what? My There's many parts that were bad about stretching. Yeah. <laughs> many, like, like all of them, except one. Do you know what my one was that was good? Probably something like your shoulder. It wasn't my shoulder, but my shoulders weren't horrible. They were. How bad was your back? Ter- like on a scale of one to 10, 12, bad. Because yeah. your shoulders are always really tight. Yeah. But my quads, they were like uh-huh. where I've been doing that knees over toes stuff where mm-hmm. I've tried to do the lean back on, on them, mm-hmm. lean back on them. Um, my she was like your quads are really you know you've got really great flexibility in your quads i was like thank you that's the only place and mm-hmm. and plus you know where you put the put your knee to the wall and put your foot up on the wall mm-hmm. against the wall that one i've been doing too a lot and uh and i actually do that one in the living room on the ottoman too mm-hmm. so that's shocker i actually stretch that muscle and it's actually very pliable there you go I do that one. I roll. I'll roll this. Sometimes I get inside and outside. Um, the the hamstring is just fucking pointless. It's like I'm. <laughs> Dude, I, me too. I would need like I need a jackhammer. Like the the foam roller doesn't do anything. No. To it. So the the stretch against the wall where I'll push my like the couch is just far enough away that I try to get my butt uh, up against the wall with like my legs straight, and then if I press against the couch like. I'm raising my arms above my head basically to drive my oops, drive my butt as into the, into the corner as I can get it and stretch my legs as straight as I can like like overstretch it basically. Mm-hmm. That's prop there's probably a word for that. I just don't know what it is. Um that's what really helps my calf. Hyperstretch. My, yeah, there we go. That one sounds good. Uh the calf and the hamstring. Because that's oh when I'm when I'm like diligent about stretching those things, my back never hurts. Yeah. If I don't, like I like will train and feel fine and I'll go home and I'll sit in the chair and then I get up and I like walk hunched over and I like it's such a difference. It, I know. But just like the ten minutes of like rolling it out, I feel fine. And two, like the other night after Nogi last Thursday, man, I just I felt like a million bucks and I did some stretches and like that the squat with your cause I was never good. It, I was never good at squatting to keep your heels on the ground the whole time. Dude, Thursday after we were warm and we did no gi, literally my butt was almost touching the ground. Like did you with, do it right after class or when yeah, you got home? No, right after class. Like I was stretching there because Brent always stays and stretches, which yeah. I love it because then I'll stay and stretch. That's smart. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, well, he's almost a black belt. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that was it. It just shows how much different it is whenever you're warmed up, opposed to whenever you're yeah. not. Yeah, I try to I try to roll this stuff quickly before before going. 
Mm-hmm. Like I, I haven't gone in cold in a long time. That's good. That's good. How about um, you're doing Nothing. sauna pretty regular? Oh right? uh, no, no, I'm not. You're not? No, I only do that when I'm like sore or training a lot. And the uh, last couple of weeks, I've only been training like once a day, so it's okay. That's manageable. So I only did it today because my chest has been sore. Okay. And today you gave me ab cramps, and I didn't get ab cramps with anyone else. Yeah. I've been working on that but technique. My ab was yeah. popping, it's like man. The, I kind of just poke the five spots in the star <laughs> pattern, and then they get ab cramps. That's your uh, chi? Your, uh, yeah. Yes. You're, I just poke in a star pattern. Yeah. It works, man. <laughs> it works every time. Oh, my God. That was miserable. Um, yeah. Now, I'm going to do it today, and I'll do it tomorrow, but then I'm, I won't be back in it for And I, I ordered a sauna. Time. Yeah. So I'm stoked. That's coming in Thursday. I'm yeah. stoked about that. Brent, I really, I Brent has a sauna. Mm-hmm. I really like it when, when I'm training a lot, I think it's necessary. Like yeah. I'm training twice a day. I like to do it after the first one. And I, and I'm never sore when I do that. It's just very time consuming. Um, especially if I'm not like hot going in like today, I didn't wait around after I just like wiped down the mats and like kept the windows closed and went home and got right in the sauna. So like I'm already sweating. Yeah, yeah. It's if, hard because it takes 15 minutes to just get a sweat going. Yeah. So, you know, you know, to, to train and then sauna is like minimum of 20 minutes. It's like 20 minutes if I'm hot. If I'm not, it's like 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. Uh, and then like showering and stuff and then like kind of got to wait because you're still really hot afterwards. So like I can't do that. And like, yeah, because you got to wait 30 sweating. minutes after. Yeah. And like because go somewhere. Otherwise you're just sweating like hell. Yeah. And- so it's you got to take three it's showers really effective but yeah it's just time consuming so it's it's i'm better off the be, the most efficient way to do it for me has just been rolling for like 10 minutes uh the spots that hurt or i think will hurt and a little bit of stretching and it's i'm good to go hmm. i i think it's going to be good because i'm planning on doing um that sauna every day and it'll get me back into the breathing stuff i've slacked off of that mm-hmm. and and i think doing combining those two things well i think that one's going to be a different experience because you're completely in it right mm-hmm. versus yeah. like my hands are my hand is out my head is out yeah and it takes longer like if yeah. i'm if i'm not sweating like i'm not sweating for 20 minutes like if i'm if i were just to sit in it right now and turn it on, it would be 20 minutes before it was doing anything. Oh, easily. Yeah, easily. Whereas one where you're totally enclosed, I've never done it, but I would imagine it's at the minimum of like half that because your whole head's in there and everything. I think you're right because a lot of your, I mean, 90% of your body heat's given between your head and your hands. Yeah. So, yeah, I I buy that. So I I would imagine it'd be a lot more efficient time-wise because you're completely Maybe five in the minutes. case i don't know i'll, yeah. I'll tell i'll tell you whenever yeah. I and I, i'm sure the you don't need to be in it as long to get the same like relief they either. want you to do uh so that that and i'm just going by the um scandinavian study that was um for a reduction of all call all cause morbidity a reduction of 50 percent it was 25 minutes a day, at least four days a week. Mm-hmm. So that's telling you that it's developing those heat shock proteins, which is the method of action that it works for getting rid of free radicals, for getting rid of all the bad stuff in your system. Mm-hmm. So um, 
I think I'm going to try to do 25 minutes, uh, maybe 30. Yeah. Maybe 30. Just to. And if you're on the regular schedule, you probably don't need to. Like, you can kind of do it whenever. Like, if you. I don't know. I think, you, I think you got to. Man, I think you. Like anything, you got to have a time to do it. I mean, like, it, I feel but like you can do it in the middle of the day. Whereas, like, if I don't do it after I'm already sweating, yeah. it's like a 45 minute process. I feel like I could do it at noon every day. That would be yeah. good. Cause I usually break by then anyway. You know what I mean? So every day other than when I train and then I could do it right after. Cause that mm-hmm. would be, although Brent did bring up a good point. Cause he, he called Gina and was like, Hey, turn on the mm-hmm. sauna. Cause it takes like 30, 45 minutes to get up to 140. Does it? Yeah. Hmm. Now, I don't think it, it'll it take that long because I'm going to have it out in the garage, which is already 90 degrees out there, mm-hmm. you know, but, uh, but if they had an app, that's what Brent said. If you had an app mm-hmm. where you could turn that bad boy on, yeah, that would be magnificent remote control, sort of like my garage doors. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wonder if we could do that. Hmm. I would think the new ones should have some consult with the technology i didn't man well i'll figure it out just turn it on before you leave that's even better idea you don't have to worry about it yeah i didn't like burn down the house should be fine no i don't i don't think there's any i mean i'm sure there's a risk of it but yeah (laughs) yeah it's 140 degrees it's not like it's a thousand degrees you know Mm mm-hmm um, but they said only 30 to 45 minutes for assembly. What do you think, Phil? We can do it in less. <laughs> I'm real good with directions. So. <laughs> 30, 40 minutes together. If you do it one time, I usually do it three to four times. <laughs> it's going to take us an hour and a half. It's fine. It's no big deal. We got that to kill. <laughs> what else? Anything else you can think of? Um... No, I think that's pretty much it. I had mm. fun. Jiu-Jitsu camp, we might have recruited another. No. He said next year. He said next year. That's bullshit, It's kind of tight on the time frame. I mean, it's not really. It's like a month away. So what? It's a lot of scheduling and planning that would be involved in that. So like a month is kind of short notice. He should have known about it. That I never told him. Why? Don't know. I just assume most people are going to say no. Get the wrong attitude for sales, my friend. <laughs> yeah. I, do. <laughs> I see all of the reasons that most people are like, yeah, that'll never happen. I'm like, I get it. <laughs> okay. Well. Having said that, factoring everything in, if you have a place to stay for seven days, you have food for seven days, and then you get like 21-ish uh, hour and a half seminar classes. Yeah. Uh, it's a pretty, pretty good package price. It's a fantastic value for money. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You're not going to get that anywhere else. No. Now, you're going to remember about one of those seminars. That's right. <laughs> but doing jujitsu eight hours a day... It's going to help your jujitsu. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. And it's a blast. People are super nice. And hopefully, well, how many podcasts did we do there last last year? Oh, five or six. 
Five or six, right? Yeah, five or six. Let's try to break that record. Okay. I want to get Dean in again, too. That'd be cool. That'd be awesome. Have to get him sauced up again, too. <laughs> yeah, he was fun. That was fun. I loved his stories. Um, and they just got back to open at Victory. Shout out to Victory MMA. Nice. Yeah. California, right? Yeah. 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 Um, so, and he had, he actually went for, uh, they did a, one of the, um, the traumatic brain injury thing studies on him. And he actually did, um, uh, was it ketamine or was it? No, I don't think it's ketamine. I think it was either mushrooms or LSD. He, he did like a study. He was, he was part of a study mm-hmm. for traumatic brain injury. Um, that they they treated it with either LSD or mushrooms. I can't remember which one. The study the study's not out yet, mm-hmm. but he participated in that, and he said, like it it uh, it really helped him out as far as um, not being on pain medication, not not drinking excessively anymore, mm-hmm. um, and that sort of thing. And he also after that and after he was feeling better, I think that was then he went down to um, Mexico. <coughs> to the stem cell place to get full body stem cells too, which cool. I feel like was a great move on his part. Cause he said those shoulders operated on mm-hmm. so many times. So hopefully he's healthy. Yeah. I mean, that just sounds like a good thing to do. Yeah. Agreed. If it works. Totally agree. All right, Philly, we'll tell, uh, tell the folks out there how they can support us if they choose to do so. Share the podcast. Yep. Review it. Shout out Delvin. Yeah. The review idea was a good idea. Very good idea. Very good idea. Um, and if you're not out there doing something each and every day to make yourself better, get out there and do it. Phil and I choose jujitsu. We hope you do too. I'm about to feed them to the sharks right now. Get them hyped right now. Yeah. You know the ground is up. Yeah. Everybody that trains, you know the game. Yeah. So let's get it. Uh. Slap it up, bump it, and roll. Hey. Yeah, that's the way that it goes. Right. Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game. You're feeling the growth. That's, that's time on the mat. We put in the work. Believe it ain't easy, I know. You know. But we train for the love of the game, the love of the art. Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll. Let's roll.